Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Hello again and welcome to episode 10 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. Uh, we're coming to you from London as always and with me today I have... Lydia Nicholas. Ben Meredith. Bryn Monroe. James Ross. And who are you all playing? Uh, Sasha Rackett, uh, who likes stabbing things and not making eye contact. <laughs> uh, Zolf, dwarven cleric of Poseidon, who currently has an eel. <laughs> Hammond, the halfling sorcerer, the very sexy halfling sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Bertrand Bertie McGuffingham um, loves money, dislikes time wasters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and before, <laughs> uh, before we get any further, I actually have a couple of shout-outs. Hey! I know, we're going to be doing some shout-outs for people who've been leaving five-star reviews around the place. But before then, people have already gotten to- back to us. I'm hoping they're leaving five-star reviews on our podcast page, not just anywhere. <laughs> no, they're no, just right on our wall. Really? On the pavement, oh, it's a five-star review. Very <laughs> strange form of leprosy that allows you to leave... <laughs> Positive critical judgments that just, just flake off you. <laughs> Greater parties take you, 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 you see a lot of them in Edinburgh every summer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so anyway, my first shout out has to go to Aaron, a awesome guy who has given us loan of a full set of miniatures, Yay! all of it, the whole lot. So we've got like dual wielding rogues and and barbarians, and and it's just awesome. So thank you so much for that, Aaron. It's so- it's great. For the benefit of the tape, Aaron, um, I've taken this um, very um, underdressed barbarian character because he's roughly Bertie's build, but it does look like he should be on the cover of Men's Health. Like it's quite, <laughs> quite yeah. disquieting. Uh, I, I also have another shout out for Widnell, um, someone who's been getting in touch with us um, regarding rules, just pointing out some things that we had to skip past and other things like that. It's been actually genuinely really helpful. So thanks for that, Widnell. And last but not least, Ladom, who uh, contacted me to let me know how castles catch fire and burn down. That's amazing! How do they catch fire? I am terrified. It's <laughs> awesome. Never um, go into a castle. No, no, it's great. Ladom has been experimenting. <laughs> it's, it's to do with like the timbers that hold up the floors catch fire, which causes the mortar to um, lose its consistency. Oh, so the, the stone shift, which alters oh, the structural integrity. Okay. So actually, that's I know how castles burn down. Super cool. Next that's time amazing. I need to burn down a castle, I know who I will go yeah, so thank you. I, I'd like to say if you'd like to discuss any of these points further you can come onto our forum hey. oh, yeah, good point. which currently is just 
not very lively, but it's going to get much more exciting very soon. Yeah, by, by the time this episode goes out, I it, imagine knows, everyone will be there. Who knows? And that's by available all the on cool kids. rustyquill.com, and it's being moderated by our lovely Bryn and our community manager, who not many people have had a chance to meet, although yeah. you've been talking to him online. A guy called Stefan. He's been running all of our social media and so on. He, he helps us the out Facebook a lot. Facebook and the tweeting. He's, he's the one that's sociable so that we who know not how to be can be to people. Well, well done for demonstrating the exact problem you were talking about. I am talk good, hello. That is people. <laughs> we just don't know. <laughs> Science can't tell us. All the people I talk to have little bases to keep them upright. And they just on my table. Okay, so to pick up where we left off last week, everyone had tracked down, apparently, what has happened to the simulacrum which was uh, taken from Lord Edison's house. We found bits of it. Well, that's the problem. Bits of it in a large waste pool and uh, having reported back, got sent back down by Sergeant Haringey to find the people who had done it and bring them back pretty much dead or alive and any traces, plans, anything that you can find. We, we are trying to trace them, as I remember, through their supply lines. That's so we're looking one. for whoever sold them all yeah. the grenade-type things. Yeah, all their equipment, because obviously they were well-equipped. Yeah. Um, having done so, you've gone through other London. Bertie briefly had his pocket picked. Mm. Uh, and then before you could get hold of the guy, he ended up passing on some information to an old face that Sasha seemed to recognise. Mm. Hasn't said anything to the rest of us yet. I don't say much, to be fair. <laughs> and so, uh, the last thing that happened is she spotted trouble coming a mile away and uh, took a little bit of a sneaky stab in the back. Stabbing! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> However, now, uh, now that the back person... The the best place to stab. <laughs> <laughs> now that person's aware of you guys and yeah, there are apparently a few other people in this marketplace who I, are home as Cool, and correct me if I'm wrong, I made a fantastically good perception roll and had seen all this developing as well. Uh, also, she was reporting it via your walkie-talkie because yes. uh, you had message set up on every party member, I, I think. Don't, I no, still I haven't found the rule that tells me whether I can have two running simultaneously or not. At the very least, I think you Maybe have one someone... set up with Sasha. I think yes. the old ones will have expired by now. Okay. Someone could tell us on the forums. <laughs> yes, Somebody with skills. Help me with some rules. Yeah. What we really need is a spell that allows us to set up a small WhatsApp group for the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, very brief question. Um, I remember something about eels, but that's the only impression I had. We were Did having we... eels. I told you guys that when you come down to my district in other London, you need to try the salty eels. Oh, oh and Zolf had managed to buy you and him. I don't know the Hamid. I don't think Hamid was in your pocket. So, do I have? I have eels in my possession. Just the you one. Are you have holding eel. eel. You are holding one bun. eel in your inventory. I don't know if it's in a bun. No, uh, they're, they're it... eel in bun. I've decided. Eel, eel in bun. Eel in bun. Now, can I? Eel dogs. This may or may not become still wiggling. Is it an alive eel? It is not a live eel. dead eel. I'm afraid this right. is a dead eel. Okay, <laughs> yes. So I can't command the loyalty of my You eel cannot dog. command the loyalty I mean, you can. of it's your very eel easy. Yeah. Lie still. Thank you very much, <laughs> yeah. eel. I, I, I think you're forgetting the crucial point that I had warned you we were about to be attacked, and so actually we had begun preparing to be attacked and started oh, yeah. to draw oh, weapons. Yes, I have got, uh, I've, I've readied my combat eel. I, yeah. Trident, we call it. No, no I have lo- loaded and drawn my crossbow. <laughs> and I've drawn my sword. I've stabbed someone. Okay, so we are jumping into combat. So first thing that I'm going to need from everyone is an initiative roll. So if everyone can do me a favour and roll their respective d20s. I, I actually, yes, it's not like a two. <laughs> so what have we got? Zolf? 18. 18. Hamid? 21. Sorry to steal your thought. Oh, right. <laughs> he lied. <laughs> <laughs> James. Oh, so uh, um, modifiers. Your initiative is up top. Yeah. Oh, so I have a total of ten. A formidable ten there from Bertie. I mean, I did already stab someone. Did that I? was your surprise, right? Uh, yeah, that doesn't factor in. Okay. Oh god. Hey. Oh one. Okay, so um, with all of the initiatives rolled for all of the NPCs, let's just describe the setup for listeners. We are in other London, so obviously we're sort of underground with uh, constructed stuff above us. And we're in what looks to have once been a town square. There are columns all around the outside, sort of a colonnade, with some remainders of what used to be shops um, lining all of the walls. And these are still active, but they're obviously crumbling and people have taken up residence in what once were shops. Also, set up in the middle of the square are a bunch of uh, market stalls. Um, I count uh, eight. Plus there's two in the middle that are selling food, an eel stall, and what looks to be some kinds of pie, probably rats. Um, but they're, they're just little cloth temporary things. The party are stood in the middle of this square, apart from Sasha, who's up by the edge of a colonnade, having just 
snuck in, seen that person that she knows, and then stabbed them in the back. Just a friendly other London hello, really. There are. I mean, I did find him by following the guy that had picked Bertie's pocket, <laughs> sneaking up behind, and then hearing him threaten that he would try and get. Yeah, so he gave you a friendly other London hello, and you gave him a friendly other London hello back. That's how we bond. (laughs) And there are three major sort of street entrances into this square, and one side which just opens onto what look like houses or something, not not shops necessarily. So, getting this going straight away, we are going to start with, after the initiative rolls, Hamid. So I've been trying to keep myself in space and kind of try to keep track of everything that's going on. I can see Sasha stabbing some dude in front of me, uh, but I'm more worried about the dogs that are about to charge to us. So I'm going to fire my crossbow, which I already loaded, at that dog to my left. That should be fine, but you will be firing over the top of a counter of one of the stalls, which is fine, but it will be giving the dog some cover. Uh, However, the dog at the other end is without cover, but you... That one's much less likely to attack me. (laughs) (laughs) So presumably you are attacking that nearest dog even with the cover. Yeah, I will. Sure, give me the roll. Uh, I hit a eight. An eight, that, that's... No, no, a nine. But still nine? No, that's, that's not going to hit. Especially not with cover. Um, I'm now going to take my move action, and I'm going to use it to back off slightly <laughs> and place myself between the two people wearing armour. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Uh-huh. And just a reminder for everyone, because it's been a bit of a while since combat, whenever we're counting like that, we're counting squares on the table. Each square is five foot, and as a small character, Hamid's move speed is just the 20 feet, so that's the four squares. Okay, so next on the list is one of the dogs. Ooh. Damn dogs having higher initiative modifier than me. <laughs> uh. It holds its action. <gasps> Zolf, you're up. Hello. Um, okay, so how large is uh, this eel in a bun? Uh, this eel in a bun is roughly the size of your forearm. It's it's sort of like a football hot dog. Big eel. Um, hmm, I was wondering if I could scoff it into my face before combat. There, there is mustard. I, I feel necessary to point yeah. out there is mustard. Well, I do like mustard. <laughs> um, I peer over the person that I've just stabbed. Oh, heels! <laughs> um, I will throw the hot dog mm-hmm. at um, the dog that um, Hamed shot a crossbow at, mm-hmm. which is the one to my left. Mm-hmm. Yes, my, my left. Um, I will attempt to get it as far as possible. Um, basically hoping to provide a tasty treat which isn't my to distract face. the dog so you're not you're not hitting it with anything that's fine just give me an attack roll and then I'll see how far it goes from there <laughs> not very far um, that was a three I rolled and uh, when you're your doing dex? plus my dex bonus uh, that's a three on that <laughs> okay okay if someone can just place on that table uh, a bit of a um, a bit of eel that's landed on the floor yeah the eel is now a d4 <laughs> a nice pyramid eel <laughs> It's also almost the size of Zolf, so... You said it was a big eel! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, after that... Oh, uh, sorry, actually, and the second thing I'm going to do Mm -hmm. is get my shield out. So I'm going to have my trident and my shield ready. Sure. I I know uh, we look all directions at once, but... Thousands of eyes! I'm going to turn to face the guys on the left. Just something that, in the Pathfinder universe, no one mentions, the fact that we have storks. Mm. Extra eyes. Everyone's a beholder. Mm, apart from beholders, which are people, it just went all weird. <laughs> yeah, they're fractal beholders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first of the uh, enemies actually moves. He takes a five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Right into smacking range, and <laughs> takes a big old smack That's straight 30 up. To Bertie. Thirty. <laughs> okay. I don't so, think he's going to come off well in this exchange. This guy seems to be wielding a short sword rather than a knife or anything like that, so it's a bit heavier. And misses. Just. That, that was a two. I'm not even going to bother doing the maths. It was, it was a terrible, terrible two. Um, he, 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 he runs up, and we're forgetting that, of course, Bertie's had himself kind of scuffed up and he's wearing his cloak. So this guy's come up behind Bertie, ready to shank him, and gone... And just found out that he's not quite so squishy as he'd have hoped underneath that cloak. Uh, after that, it's immediately Bertie's turn. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm going to attack that chap. Obviously, I don't think there's anything else that I would need, particularly want to do apart from try and cut him in half. No. Maybe bisect him from. The, the, in when you're higher level, that kind of move will be ideal for you because if someone puts themselves next to you, yeah. you get to full attack and mince them into little bits. But currently mm-hmm. we're level one. Yeah, oh, you don't have many. It's yet. the same. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I uh, I swing my mighty sword. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, roll the attack. 12. A 12 plus your modifier. Which is 3, I think, for strength. Oh, no, hang on. Attack bonus is 4. So... 16 total. That is a hit. 3. Ah. Roll your damage. Okay, what am I rolling here? D10 plus 3. That's the one. The nine twelve. Oh, that is squish. That's a lot for a level one. Yeah. Yeah. The guy is. That would uh, that would just down me. I would just, <laughs> I would just be down. <laughs> I, I would be halfway to dead. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, it's a it's an absolutely solid hit. Uh, again, these guys also seem to be wearing uh, cuirasses, but you you bodily lift him off the ground with a blow to the torso, <laughs> throw him backwards. He lands on his feet. But it's it's literally torn right through the curious and got him underneath. Oh. He looks terrible. He's not down. He is not down, but he he's having the worst day. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the worst day. Um, Terribly sorry. Sorry's in inverted commas there. I don't know if you can tell. Okay. Witty as always, but <laughs> at which point things are about. I feel like Sasha's about to have a bad day because the guy that she just shanked. Yeah. Yeah, he, he knows that you're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns around, oh. manages to get out one word, which is just sash, and then proceeds to also. He sounds like a lovely chap. He's <laughs> the voice of a nice man. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he, with that dagger that he was already holding, immediately takes an attack at Sasha. Oh. Not gonna go this. And also misses as I roll a three. Oh my gosh! Okay, so this D20 is going in in Bryn's naughty pile for a little while. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, he could have cut me in half. So that is unlucky. He's caught unaware. He just on instinct just slashes randomly, mm. uh, whizzes straight over Sasha's head. She's way too fast for it. Um, at which point, another one of the men is uh, here. He is going to be a bit sneakier than the first guy. He's moving up. His dog then inserts its action, so his dog is still with him. So they've moved up to face Bertie. Correct. About However, I've just realised yes. the dog has even more movement. Dogs are pretty far. So what's happened is the the guy has run up and gestured for his dog, and it seems to be obeying some sort of some sort of tactical plan that you know he's taught the dog over a, probably a period before now, um, <laughs> as opposed to in the future. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Just let me rearrange this initiative order now that someone's inserted their action. Uh, to spell it out, I can't remember if I have for listeners, um, you can sometimes hold your action, which is where you don't feel like it's sort of a good idea for you to move right now. So what you do is you hold your action and then can insert it in the order um, later, sort of further down the line, um, which is what's happened now with the dog. There's also something called a readied action, which Zolf has already done because he used it to catch a diplomat once upon a time. I did. But this isn't one of those. This is just—it's just reordering the initiative and taking a hit to order, so that you can coordinate with people. Then a third person does a similar action to the first one. So he'll move five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, and his dog will similarly accompany him and end up ten foot closer. Again, sort of around the side. Then it is Sasha. Okay, so I can see that the three different guys have run up to my mates in the centre of the town square, two mm-hmm. of whom have dogs, one of whom has been bashed thoroughly by Bertie but the other one is uh, looking quite threatening and in front of me stands a nasty man uh, and I think at this point, I mean, the instinct would be to run away there just isn't really anywhere for me to flee, is there? I should just stab this dude. I should just stab him lots. Have yourself an epic duel. It will have to be. Well, it won't be very. I'm very small and quite frail, but I can. I can. I'm fast. I can try stabbing the dude. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, if you were to attack right away, you get your. I get my two. You get your two attacks straight off the yeah. bat, which is fr- double him. Yeah. I, how much damage did I do the first stab? Off the top of my head, it was about five. And that's already sort of factored in. So yeah, okay. he's he's already taken a decent hit. Okay, and cool. you're taking double the number of attacks. Right, him. I'm going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stabby him twice. So yeah, just to point it out again, because that minus one on the strength, uh-huh. um, you will be taking a minus one to the damage because you you're not flanking him. So that dirty fighter, um, yep. that we gave you doesn't sort of bump that back up yet. I yeah, this is this is the problem with rogues is uh, keeping them flanking. But at level one, I don't really see what else I can do. You get more utility. A lot, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. early classes are 
I hit the thing, and I yeah. maybe do a class ability sometimes. It's yeah. level one, and you're alive. You're doing well. It's yeah. cool. It's very cool. well. We haven't been killed by goblins or rats, yeah. which is great. <laughs> gonna gonna try stabbing this guy, and it. if it barely touches him, it barely touches him. Ooh, a sixteen and a ten. Plus a sixteen and a ten plus your, your modif. Yeah. Yep. So in total, so it's eleven. Yeah, eleven and seventeen. Eleven and seventeen. Uh, one of them hits. Oh, sorry. Um, and I'm afraid that you won't be getting a sneak attack because he's not flanking him. No. But if nothing else, you're keeping him away from uh, <laughs> engaging the others. I'm keeping him away from yeah. engaging stronger people. Yeah. So if you can roll yourself a d4 for the yeah. damage for the dagger. Something. Two. So it's just the one damage. Um, but again, you did get the five in at the start. So right. compared to everyone else, you've actually done, with the exception of Bertie, you've done more than everyone else already. It's true. <laughs> hey, I threw a hot dog. Come on. Okay, <laughs> so now back round to Hamid. Um, right, so I can see the one man and a dog, one man and his dog, <laughs> uh, approaching uh, Zolf from one direction. I can see one man and his dog approaching Bertie from the other direction. Who's already fighting, who's another, already fighting man another man with no dog. And to be honest, they're both wearing lots of armour, and so I'm less worried about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking over in f- front of me, mm-hmm. I can see that Sasha is engaged in combat and I know that she is perhaps less uh You're squishy armored. sort of together as yeah. it were. Right. So so I mean, could you remind me what he looks like? Sure. So um obviously from uh sort of backstory we've gone over that Sasha already knows him. Um he's he's quite tall, yep. um lanky, very wiry, looks like he's got a lot of strength to him, uh-huh. even if he's not very broad shouldered, but it, it's other London. I mean the number of broad-shouldered people there are. I mean, it's kind of hard to on a diet consisting entirely of eels and sort of pale cabbage. Hey, eels are delicious. <laughs> mm, but pale not... cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite of the cabbages. <laughs> so, Rapting yeah, he's, he doesn't seem to be a sort of hulking brute, but he yeah. certainly seems physically a match he's, for Sasha. He's a large guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, so I'm going to take a five-foot step Yep. To place myself directly between my two well-armoured friends. Classic sorcerer. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to cast Magic Missile at mm-hmm. the guy Sasha's fighting. Yay, thank you. And I will do three damage. Three damage. Okay. And Does of course, that mean Magic that he Missile turns doesn't... around to look at the person that threw the... Because then I would be behind him. We'll find oh. out. I'm not threatening. Oh. There's, a, there's, a, there's a technical term called threatening. Right which interacts with all the other rules. I am not, because I'm too far away, I'm not threatening him. So he just gets, ow, in the back of his head, but doesn't turn around. Yes. We'll just say that his natural hatred for Sasha overwhelms any sense of self-preservation. That sounds plausible. (laughs) (laughs) The lovely lovely thing about Magic Missile, of course, is if I was trying to do that with a crossbow, I'd take a massive penalty for firing into melee combat. And would almost certainly hit you, because that's the way that rolls. Although the guy is between... Me. Oh, but I'm an incredibly cruel and unfair GM. But the, 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 the rules as well right. say that you've basically got a chance of hitting both people. To be fair, he just stabbed over my head and I ducked down and tried yeah. to like, stab it's him. Well, we both, are in melee. It's because you're both moving so much, exactly. But yeah. Magic Missile is unerring and smacks him in the face even though he's facing away from me. It does so, it because literally magic. So <laughs> literally you're magic. up. Okay. Um, oh, I, sorry. I still have a move action. Oh, of course oh, you do. Okay. I'm using my move action to reload my crossbow. Ah, nice. clever. Um, you're up. Right, I will um, ready an action, mm-hmm. um, and my action is uh, stab the first enemy that enters my threat range, which, because I have a trident, is ten foot around me. Because your trident's bigger than you are. Because my trident mm-hmm. is bigger than I am. Yep. Um, and then I will uh, just shout out, you don't need to do this, guys. We can work it out. Okay. What? All right. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> the dude without a stomach. Technically... We stabbed them first. Actually, we, us three, did nothing. <laughs> and maybe I'm not even aware I am, but I'm lying, that, that Sasha started it. The person who's uh, facing Sha- Sasha hears this and goes, Oh no, we can't! <laughs> <laughs> Suit yourself! <laughs> <laughs> so your action is now readied. Yes. The person that you are facing off against mm-hmm. now uh, moves closer and... Just a beeline? Pretty much beelines. Five. Oh, ten. no, hang on. Ooh. There's an eel there. Is he going to slip on the eel? Is there a mechanic for that? <laughs> he moves. Eel slippage. <laughs> the one who you're facing off against moves to just outside your threat range whilst pulling something out from under his cloak. Okay. He then throws it right into the middle of all three of you. 
Oh my god, he's got an error effect weapon. Why did I hide behind you? Oh, oh it's a it's a good hit. Let's say he's aiming at Hamid. That is a let me do the maths. Uh, 18 to hit, although Hamid does have uh, cover behind Zolf, <laughs> of course, meaning that if he were to uh, miss with a roll that high, it's just going to hit Zolf in the face. Yeah. So what's your AC, Hamid? My AC is 13. 13, so we'll give you full cover, plus the 4 takes it to... 17. Meaning that it oh. still hits. Ouch. Yeah. So this is the first of our splash weapons. Okay, so that Brilliant. means it affects everything within an area. I do hope it's in water balloon. Rather, <laughs> rather than the oil flask which we've been thrown, which were actually a direct hit. So this, he uh, pulls out from under him. It's green. It has some sort of uh, conical uh, glass flask. He hurls it overhand straight at Hamid and it smashes into Hamid's shoulder and splashes. I know this might be a little retroactive, mm -hmm. but when he, he pulls and throws it out, my, um, out uh, throw over my head, can I attempt to bat it with my shield? No, because you have a readied action, ah, so you are so prepared to do that yep. that you can't take any other actions. That is so he happens. hurls it overhead, it slams into Hamid and splashes onto both Bertie and Zolf, oh, no. dealing 1d6 acid damage. That is rude. When I'm a dragon, I'm going to come back and burn this whole place to the ground. Hey, it's my home! <laughs> now, I'm going to be setting a precedent here for splash damage, which applies to all of you. A lot of people aren't going to like it, but it speeds combat up immensely. You'll take the same damage. I am going to roll a single dice to determine the damage it does for all of you. Okay. It tends to make combat a bit more, either everyone's annihilated or everyone's fine, but it'll speed things up. Okay. So, you all take... Oh. Oh, six acid damage. <laughs> you... Alex. Oh, However, that works both ways so that when Bryn's doing things like fireballs and things like that, and at, at 30 people and he rolls high, all of them will get annihilated. Okay, but so, yeah. that was an acid flask. It's to not going to help because I'm not going to survive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now that he's moved, his dog will be following suit, mm -hmm. but there's an eel in the way. And it fails a will save. <laughs> distracted yes. by the eel. So replace the eel with the dog. Within the dog's stomach. And yeah. it will be, uh, that's its move, I'm afraid. I'll have it failing its will save against delicious, delicious eels. Mustardy, salty goodness. Okay, so Bertie, you're up. You just got a splash of acid that's working its way through your armour and onto your skin, and it hurts from oh. behind you. My armour, my lovely armour. Oh, ah. Ah, I smell barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, so at this point, uh, Bertie can see uh, the heavily wounded chap that he's um, just uh, given this, you know, delightful new mm -hmm. slash torso look to in front of him, <laughs> mm -hmm. plus the lo lovely doggy. And um, a third person who's rapidly on the approach. Okay, cool. So um, I think I I'd quite like to finish off the chat that I've mm -hmm. started. Um, I'd also maybe like, try, like to try and win a new animal friend using <laughs> my eel and my charm. There's no way that I can do both of those things in one turn. Is there? Uh, not really. Also, when it comes to handle animal, this is a skill that's more geared towards taming wild animals. Right. And um, sort of, if you were to encounter it's a hostile wild animal, it's a considered process. Yeah. It's not <laughs> really appropriate for combat. This, right. Come this on to my side. Come on, come on, doggy. My side, my side. This yes. isn't the dog okay. whisperer, basically. Right. Okay, fair enough. Also, I'm the cleric. I'm the one who should go wall -la -la, and then turn the dog blue. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I have played just too much Baldur's Gate. So I honestly, I think your best bet would be to. Uh, just remove the guy from combat who you already can. Right. Kill him. Kill him dead. Or <laughs> was that in character there? Probably. <laughs> I'm really badly hurt. I was going to say, yeah, you're feeling worse for wear. So yeah. I'd recommend eliminating people when you can because it just yeah. removes the number of people who can hurt you. Cool. I will do that then. All right. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm going to um, have, uh, yeah, attack that chap. Uh -huh. uh, eight. Plus your modifier. Plus four is 12. 12, it does not hit. Oh. Um, yeah, you do still have a move action should you wish, um, but honestly, I mean, you're in a pretty optimal position, really. Yeah, I mean, I can't do something like uh, take a five-foot step forward so that I could be engaging the dog at the same time. You could, you could. That's not a, not they, a bad idea. They would then be flanking you. Okay. And they'll be getting huge bonuses. All right, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm fine, I'm done then. Okay. The one who is facing off against Sasha... Takes one more swing at Sasha. Oh, what's your AC? 
13. 13. It is a hit. Oh, no. uh, he he rolled quite. He rolled higher than your AC anyway. Yep. Um. So he will be dealing. Mm-hmm. Let me double check. A decent amount of damage because he's a boss. Three damage. Ooh. Is there a pencil? There is a pencil. Holy pencil. And the one who was approaching uh, Bertie from the side, what does he do? He attempts to sort of sidestep. Five, ten, fifteen. And he's entered 20, into my range. And has entered into. Yes, he has entered into your range. Aha. Thus, your readied action goes off. Take trident. That's what you get man. for trying to be too sneaky and yeah. flanking. Well, he wasn't paying attention to me being like, ha-ha! There, there is... <laughs> this uh, acid-covered dwarf uh, has a spike. Yeah, there is a burned halfling halfway. Well, you know, it's a rod of two. So, <laughs> <laughs> quickly got over that failure. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a huge uh, swing and a miss. Um, he then proceeds to try an attack on Bertie. Just the one. Uh, what's Bertie's AC? Uh, 20. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. No, it's, it's, a, it's a decent attempt, but no. Yeah. No. This man has a lot of armor. Uh, and to be awful uh, to the players, but he is being flanked right now. It's still nope, not enough. Fine. Yeah. Uh, to which point? Yeah. So. Sasha, you are up. Okay, how I have this fire vial. Mm-hmm. In fact, I have quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. How much damage do they do? Um, those did 1d6 damage. You couldn't hit him in melee, but you could just take a five-foot step and just hoof it straight at his face. I think that that is a thing that I'm... Because otherwise I, I just keep doing ones and twos. And also that takes me a step away from him, right? Mm-hmm. Which means that he then... Has to take a step to get towards you. Well, it would open up a charge action for him. Right. Which means he can get a bonus. If I, Even if I step behind a pillar. No, if you were behind the pillar, then... But then I can't well, as long as he can travel in a straight line... But he wouldn't be able yes, to, but you wouldn't be able to throw similarly. Um, there's another option available to you, um, which is you do have a Thunderstone as well, don't you? Yeah, but that would mess up us. Mess up us up as much as the others. You'd have to be careful where you used it, yeah. So... Right, so that... Because it was a massive range, and it blinds and deafens people, yeah. right? What if you- I were to whisper... Everyone, shut your eyes. Like through. Oh, our you can totally, you can totally do things like prep everyone to just, you know, duck, or you just yell something so that they, you know, take get massive bonuses because they're aware that the thing's about to happen. You could do that. Mm-hmm. You guys are not looking well. Um, we are covered in acid. <laughs> yeah. um... <laughs> I'm not sure what burnt halfling foot sounds like. Apparently, screaming. Screaming. <laughs> screaming sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I think that that might be. Maybe we can manage another round. Maybe I'm. Go- I'm going to step. I'm going to take a step back and throw the vial mm-hmm. thing at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. that'll be rolling the d20. Come and on. it's dex based, so that's playing into your hands. Hooray! Come on! Oh gosh! gosh. We are, oh. having, Plus three. we are not having good rolls today. Oh, this is, I'm going to die so hard. So Sasha uh, wildly overestimates how hard she has to throw it oh. and launches the vial of oil right into the eel stand. Oh no! <laughs> she, she flubs it and it just it just slams into the eel stand. You don't know if it's going to catch fire yet, but it is. It certainly. It's, uh, it fills the entire battle area with a delicious aroma of frying eels. Oh yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe attracting the dogs. And everyone knows <laughs> that Thug's main weakness is cooked eels. Oh, that's, a, that's a big desperate grab. There. Down here, that's pretty true. Well, at the end of that round, uh, we're going to take a short break and then we'll get back to the action in a couple of minutes with the to smell re- of Yeah, of to reflect eel. on how yeah. awfully flesh. screwed we are. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll see you in a couple of minutes. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, I'm James. And I'm Alex. All the way from Rusty Quill Towers. Now, this August... That's August 2015. If you're listening in the future, then we're all dead and apes have taken over the earth. Ah, curse you apes. You are the source of most of my problems. Now... We're both doing shows at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year, and we'd love you, specifically you, to come along. My show is a stand-up show. It's called James Ross Lepidoptera. It's on from the 8th until the 29th of August, except on Wednesdays, at 4.45 at Globe Bar on Nidri Street. Um, Now, it will be literally the best thing you've ever seen if you've had a very narrow life and an extremely limited field of experiences. And I'm directing a sketch comedy show with a group called Casual Violence. The show's called Om Nom Nom Nominus and it's on The Pleasants Upstairs at 11.15pm from the 20th to the 23rd. If you like those nightmares where you run screaming from a monster only to realise it was actually just trying to invite you to a show but you didn't realise so you instead stayed home alone and watched reruns of Magic Roundabout whilst crying, then this is the show for you. It is the show for me. Yeah. So we hope to see you there and we hope we don't disappoint you too much if it's the first time you've met us. I am not going to disappoint you. I'm really impressive. You're a joy. Anyway... (laughs) With that, let's get back to the show. Let's do that thing. And welcome back. Okay, so into a new round, keeping it moving. Hamid, you're up. You've just been um, splashed by acid. It hurts. Hamid is literally about to fall over. Yeah. Um, I think I only have one option here. I mean, I've got, I've still got my big dudes either side of me, but I'm currently mm-hmm. being threatened by yeah. one of the muggers. I'm going to take a five-foot step backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to draw a potion mm-hmm. and drink. A potion <laughs> of oh, pure light wound. Yeah, I actually forgot we had those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, guys, we have potions which are useful for not dying. Shopping. Your big the saviour of all your problems. Mm. Is a potion of pure light wounds D8 plus 1 or D8 plus 3? Yeah, it'll be 1D8 plus 1. Yeah. I'm pretty okay, sure. I regain 3 hit points. Not which awful. is almost half my hit points. <laughs> yeah, but you know, eventually you're going to have wings. So swings and roundabouts. <laughs> and you're playing the long game. It's does <laughs> HP in your case stand for help, please? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is there anything yeah, else you want does. to do with your turn? Uh, that is, I took a five foot step, a move action, and a standard action. I think you might you, have you a little cry. Said, yeah, yeah, you could cry. Uh, Zolf, then, you are up. Okay, um, I am going to take a five foot step. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I need to take five steps to move into his? No. Oh, actually, I, he's not threatening me. I've he's, got a he's long weapon. <laughs> you're, um, no one's threatening you. You're just threatening everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> like a bully. Yeah, and I will. Um, yeah, take. I'm kind of keeping myself uh, to describe, like protected with my shield. Mm-hmm. Now I'm ready for another acid blast mm-hmm. um, and like jabbing, mm-hmm. um, like a spear with my yep. trident. Give me the attack. That's better. That is a thirteen. Thirteen all in. Uh, yes. Thirteen all in. Let's have a look. It is not a hit. No! Okay. What are you even for? <laughs> oh. What are any of us apart from the Is there anything form? else? <laughs> uh, no, no, that's okay. it. Okay. Luckily, at least if he throws, tries to throw another vial, you're now threatening him and he'll get an attack of opportunity as well. Yes. Okay, so one of the men attacking uh, Bertie, who's now flanking him. The injured one, the non injured one. The non injured one. Yeah. Takes yeah. an attack at Bertie with the flanking bonus. Mm-hmm. Doesn't hit. That was his. The rest of us will be. Stop, chaps. Stop. Stop. Keep going. Stop. Stop. The rest of us will be lying unconscious while Bertie wades through the bodies of our enemies. And then goes, How do I do this healing? Bertie, you are up. Hello. Right. So Bertie has. Yeah. Chap to his left, chap to his right, and a dog straight ahead. You've so got fools to the left of you, jokers to the right, and yeah. here you are facing down a dog. Stuck in the middle with... <laughs> a dog. And, <laughs> and what is by now a heavily eroded quarterling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to try and finish neatly bisecting that Go for it. I think you've just been unlucky so far. 14 that's plus 4, 18. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's a hit. Oh, cool. Um, so, so that's D10 one D10 plus oh, 3. D10. That bastard longsword. That's a D10. 4 plus uh, 3 is 7. Then. 7? Oh, yeah. Keep he's, the ones you like to me. Yes, he's, he's very down. Okay. He's very down. He. Uh, you take another swinging uh, attack. This time, just an overhead slash, and it, it it bites into his torso. You've probably broken a collarbone at the very least, but he's very, very unconscious. Very, very unconscious. Um, and would you like to move at all? Um, helpful. I mean, I think I'm. I, I suppose I'm no longer being flanked by this chap. Um, because he's the only one who's attacking me. The, the uh, correct, you're now no longer being so flanked. I don't think I need to move. I mean, I, it's still a good idea for me to stay blocking um, what's left of Hamid. Mm-hmm. So, um, I drank a potion. I'm not fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's fine. Um, I don't think there's anything else that I can or want to do here. Sure. Does Bertie want to shout some sort of witty aphorism? That's what witty, right word. witty retort. A witty retort, yeah. Um... Gosh, I bet that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, let's uh, let's head back to the one who's facing off against Sasha. Oh, he, um, hmm, what does he do? He starts being quite sneaky, and instead of facing off against Sasha, he starts heading away from Sasha. He starts looping round the market store probably got some really cunning plan and technique that he'll make use of at some point. Or, or the GM has just realised he's about to kill us all. <laughs> One of the two. No, 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 that would be fine. <laughs> um, because there's more splash damage where that came from. Oh, goody. <laughs> okay, um, now it is a man and his dog. <laughs> the dog that failed the will save? No, the oh. other dog. So, the man readies an action. The dog goes 5, 10, 15, 20. So it loops round behind Bertie, thus flanking him. Attacks, at which point the readied action of the man goes off. So the dog attacks first, flanking. Mm-hmm. It's a natural one. Yes! <laughs> he drops his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Basically, the uh, the dog comes round and it's it's obeying the clearly it's obeying that that prearranged thing and it just sits and then it it, it just it, yeah it just it places itself and then clearly isn't really paying attention it doesn't I'm not even going to say it attacks yeah it, it just gets there and then doesn't really twig that it's meant to have attacked yet. Um, Woof. <laughs> meanwhile, the uh, the man opposite goes oh you and then attacks he. Oh, oh no! What he is this? rolls a natural ah, twenty. He's got to confirm it. He outrageous. has to confirm a critical. Which he does not. He does not confirm a critical. I don't know what any of those words okay, mean. Okay, so but that's if, fine. if you're in the critical range of your uh, weapon, normally at the upper edges of the dice rolls, you can get a critical. In that case, you roll a second dice to confirm whether it hit or not. If it does, you take double weapon damage. So for you, anything that you can do to increase your critical range, so how many it is or how much damage you mm-hmm. do, because you're doing a D10, which is like more than anyone else. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's a really big deal. He didn't make his critical, but it still counts as a hit. That okay. was uh, the first when you nutted that man in that yeah. Was oh, yeah. That's that was why a critical. he just went out. Straight oh. away, because you just doubled everything that you did to him. I remember that. Heady days. <laughs> <laughs> and he deals you... Seven damage. I am down to zero hit points. <gasps> oh. What? Yeah. How? Because I took six damage from somebody's acid. Because <laughs> somebody hid behind me, making it. He has taken attack. a decent amount at level yeah. at level one. Yeah. Bertie is now down unconscious. That is oh. not good. Oh, Things are looking dire for our plucky heroes. <laughs> Still, while unconscious, having about the same level of constructive rational thought. <laughs> <laughs> and equally likely to pass a perception check. So, Okay. At which point, another man and his dog attack, and then it will be Sasha. Okay. Hmm. Go on, Zolf. The first man takes a five-foot step towards Zolf so that he doesn't get that trident to the face. Darn him. He'll give an attack. 
and misses. Great. Serves him right. <laughs> His dog. Chowing, chowing down on eels. We finished the will, eels. Will um, try to loop round, even though it's going to be coming within range of uh, Hamid. And um, he's moving through my threat range. Oh, is he? Well, yeah. 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 Like if we move, because he's, he's got a double. Sure. Threat range. Well, it's only a dog. It ain't that smart. It'll move through your threat range. Thus, you can take an attack of opportunity. Uh, that is a 19. A 19, so that's... Does that threaten a crit? Uh, it, I'm assuming not, because I haven't written it down. I would have, because that's yeah. quite important. Uh, so that is a D8 um, Excellent. So, five. Five? Uh, plus my strength, which will be... One, so six. Six, so let's have a I look. I can add five to one. Yay. <laughs> that was only mildly challenging for me. Okay, there the dog... you go. That's my use. I've got a big stick with... With pointy bits on the end. Using beat dogs with. Okay, yeah. So the attack of opportunity annihilates the dog. It, it takes a big hit. It's still going, but it's looking very much the worse for wear. Mm-hmm. It continues its attempt to um, loop round behind Zolf. Still moving within my threat range. You only get one attack of opportunity uh, per round yeah. unless you have combat reflexes. But yes. in upper levels, given that you'll have a weak reach weapon, it may be worth you taking that. Yeah, sure. Um, but for now, it's taken that hit and then carried that's, its, yeah, yeah, that's its movement. And Oh, it, wow, they've managed to flank everybody. Everybody is flanked now. Yeah. And Flanks it forever. will take its attack, or at least Ooh. attempt to take its attack. And miss. You guys are getting very lucky, and it's a good job too. Oh, okay. We're being really unlucky in our role, so yeah. everyone's being incompetent. Sasha, you're up. I message to Hamid saying, cover your eyes and ears, and I throw, because I can see there are four things attacking mm-hmm. these guys, and I throw a thunderstone into the Just middle. into the middle of the mess. Into the middle of the mess. Um, I... You are able to relay that to everyone, if you want. Well, he's unconscious. Well, I know well that. yeah. <laughs> That's why you need a thunderstone. <laughs> you don't it, have Bertie, who is himself a thunderstone. Yeah. Yeah. In my unconscious dream state, I suddenly hear my mother shouting disapprovingly. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll relay that to Zolf. Okay. okay. Right, so, that, what do I need to do to tell them that, to throw? To throw it? Yeah. Um, give me a ranged attack roll and pick where you'd like it to land. Uh, you might need to move a little closer to reduce right. the range. Okay. Could you tell me how big the range of the Thunderstone itself is? Okay, so just as a reminder for the Thunderstone, um, it's a ranged attack with a range increment of 20 feet. So that means that for every 20 feet you are away from your target, uh-huh. you're taking a minus one. So not like your daggers where it's 10 feet. Right. It's twice as easy to throw. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it makes a big bang. It's a sonic attack. Each creature within 10 feet. So oh, that it's is small. well. No, it's still sort of six squares by six squares. Oh right. Okay. So it will cover everyone in the middle, mm-hmm. but not yourself or the guy who's sort of sneaking around the sides. And cool. um, each creature must make a DC 15 Fortitude save or be deafened for an hour. And such creatures would have like a minus four on initiative, 20% chance to miscast, lose spell, things like that. Um, and you can just choose to aim at a particular square, mm-hmm. which only has an AC of five. So if you roll higher than two because of your decks you're going to be landing it okay. where you want so it's either a hit or a critical and if fail. i tell them to cover their ears what kind um, of bonuses do they get i am going stage? to be give, i'm not going to tell you what number it is okay so forward? i'm gonna move forward a couple of yeah so it's within 20 and uh throw it to there and i yeah i tell you to if you move ears. forward one more square for that yeah uh-huh. there you go do you get a two or better? You get yes, a two. <laughs> so that's enough to hit. Right, so you chuck that Thunderstone. It lands with a crack. And then suddenly, just a split second afterwards, there is a... And the sort of dust starts falling from the ceiling. And you see all of the awning for all of the tents bulge outwards briefly. And immediately, um, basically, everyone has an urge to just slap their hands to their ears. But they already have their hands. They were already prepared, so give me your fortitude saves, both guys in the middle. Seven, plus whatever the bonus is. Fourteen. Fourteen. Hamid is fine. Yay! The seven. Give the modifier and uh, I'm afraid you, you've had a thunderstone. Yep. Um, Hamid was fine, even with the preparation, you just didn't quite get your ears to Does it head deal any sonic damage? Um, it doesn't deal sonic damage, okay. but it's a, it's a very effective distraction that will frankly um, disturb a bunch of them because it's quite high-end stuff 
Let's and see. The dogs, it's what probably does much it do worse you... for dogs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dogs, dogs have certain things to do with that ears. So let's see. Do let's do the dogs first. And then second dog. And then person one. And second person. Okay. So, both of the men yep. give a yell, clap their hands to their ear, and you see them sort of staggering around, not in the dazed condition, which is a specific thing in Pathfinder, but certainly it appears to have worked. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Um, one of the dogs uh-huh. gives a yelp, doesn't run off, but turns tail as if it's likely to. Uh-huh. And the second dog sort of gives a yelp, but seems just about to be... Uh, oh, for goodness sake. Just about to be okay. But you still manage to get three of them. Nothing works. All of them are now taking their penalties, etc. So you say nothing worked. 75% of the enemies... I mean, effective. I thought that the dogs would run away screaming. Well, they can't. It's not their action. Ah. So, Hamid, you're up. There's been an enormous boom. The person that everyone's facing it off seems to be quite deafened. One of the dogs looks like it's about to leg it, and the dog that's beside you could go either way. But you're fine. I'd like to remind you that you are fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm still surrounded by dogs, which is making me quite nervous. You're flanked by dogs, yes. <laughs> um, can can you dogs un- take a tax opportunity? Is that a thing they can do? Uh, I can look up, but you wouldn't know. No, I have no idea. Um... Despite the risk of splash damage weapons, mm-hmm. I am completely terrified. I would take a five foot step to and go back to back with Zolf. Oh, um, classic! Um, and just be like, ah! <laughs> um, and uh, I, I almost forget I'm holding a loaded crossbow, um, <laughs> but just in time, I go ah! and sort of swing it wildly and attempt to shoot that dude. <laughs> Who's right? Who's still standing? That'd be the one that just took Bertie out. Yeah, so exactly. If he's, if he's blinded and deafened, isn't this a sneak? Doesn't it count as a sneak attack? I don't get sneak attacks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're the only person who benefits from sneak attacks. Oh. Um, yeah, anyway, I hit. Yay. On an eighteen rolled. So. Oh yeah, that's a hit. Um, but I do one damage. <laughs> it's better than just, none damage. You just pierced his ear. <laughs> <laughs> so how much damage did you do? One. What? Ooh, oof. Right. Hey, one, doing one damage isn't anything to be ashamed about. <laughs> Guys with the big swords. Hey. And that was the dog, wasn't it? No, no that was, oh, that was, was the man. shooting the man. Yeah, that was the man. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm especially scared of him because he made Bertie fall over. Yeah. And Bertie's, Bertie's like my safety blanket. <laughs> I'm now Nasty. double scared. Yeah. Zolf. Uh, right, um, so I am deafened and blinded? Uh, you are not blinded, I'm you deafened. are deafened. Fine. That doesn't affect my ability to stab people right Yay. up. Uh, not at all. Good. Um, since this dog is obviously having serious issues right now, and it's like it's losing the world to fight, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to stab the man. Mm-hmm. I might actually... No, I'm going to fail to stab the man. Did you 13. get total? 13. Yeah, fail to stab it. No, does he have a minus on anything for being like dazed or deaf? Or Ooh. not dazed, state effect, but... I'm afraid it won't hit him. Oh, throw me a bone, Alex. Come on! <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, we can toss you an eel. Yeah, I've already tossed the eel. <laughs> um, Anything else you'd like to do? Because currently you've only used an attack. No. Okay. Because yeah. that means moving away from Hannah and leaving him exposed. No, okay. No potions. Or... Oh, that's a very good point. Yes, I have <laughs> potions. You've got potions coming out the walls. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink a potion. So it's you one can't. It's a move action to draw a potion, and it's a standard action to drink a potion. I can't do that. You could draw a potion ready for next round. Uh. That no, I have a shield. I have a shield. I can't. True. Yeah, no. Okay. We are rubbish. Um, you are just a bit outmatched. We're outnumbered. We, that's, yeah. Pretty much. I think we should have, there should be a magic item, which is basically like a stadium buddy for potions. Also, again, <laughs> um, there's a potion belt. <laughs> not, not helping, but rules. Um, shouldn't James be bleeding out right now? Uh, when he comes round to his round, he has to make the save. Oh, is it? oh he's only fallen down last round. He only fell, he's oh, only just yeah, fallen yeah, down. Yeah, so so much, so a lot time, has happened. I know. Time flies when you're having fun and bleeding on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the one that took Bertie out mm-hmm. is is deafened, banged, and quite frankly, he uh, pissed. He's he's not having a particularly good time So, not being a particularly brave fellow He takes a few steps back And he's just going to be there He's just keeping his distance from uh, Sasha and everything And he's pretty much going around Ma, ma, he can't, <laughs> he can't hear anything 
He's he's just he's still just taking a moment to try and get his bearings, hoping that he'll you know yeah. pull himself back together. Uh, Bertie now Bertie has ah. to make a save against bleeding out. What am I what am I rolling? Roll a d twenty. Mm-hmm. And this is factoring in against your fortitude save to check that you don't start bleeding. Basically, okay. I have a fortitude. Of you have a formidable five. fortitude save. Eleven plus five is sixteen. Uh, off the top of my head, that's fine. You have stabilised, so you're just you're just having a snooze. <laughs> you see, most people would dream about counting sheep. First, dreams about counting money. <laughs> Tacking tables. Yeah. Okay. The uh, boss character yep. is now he mm-hmm. vaults into the tent mm-hmm. and it's out of your sight. Oh, no. Okay, so he's in he's, here. He's in there somewhere but Popping you don't know what in. he's doing. Mm-hmm. Set fire to the tent! <laughs> <laughs> um, we know he, uh, no, he's doing parkour which I think is reason enough to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> well, did the, the fight flame thing that I threw onto the eel stand actually make it catch fire? It's still taking a little while to catch. Mm-hmm. It hasn't gone like bursting into flame or anything, so but it's, it's still not, on fire. It's already fire possible to set fire to the tent that the dude is so in. I imagine eel stands, though, are quite wet. Yeah. <laughs> well, so is that a shop? Is he vaulted into a shop for kindling? The water shop. <laughs> <laughs> Sparks are up. <laughs> Petrol and kindling. Every all of your fire sons. needs. <laughs> yeah, it's the Mad Max shop. Okay, the dog <laughs> flees. Yay! 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. It's, it's legendary. Glad to it's, see the back of that. It's fled. Um, turns out the really Ooh. loud noise was not something that it was particularly happy with. You could take an attack of off, is it, Fled? <laughs> um, but you're not no, a cruel man. I also don't want to stab a dog in the bum when a man with a sword When a man with a sword might be doing, might evoke an attack later. Not my primary concern right now. Okay, the person facing off against Zolf takes an attack. Wait, the dog or the man? The, the man. man. Right. Mr. Chappie. That dude. Seven. Uh, Probably go- not. AC of seventeen. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He uh, he still still deafened and oh, uh, uh, he takes a, a wild wild swing. He's not really deflected <laughs> with my shield. But in there, yeah, doing some work. You know, how Archer is the only show the only show with gunfire that really does the sort of ringing ears. Where yeah, yeah. Just, for ages afterwards, it just. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, this is I'm imagining this as like just you in the tin about can like, of your helmet. Uh, <laughs> this is not Swinging everything's thing. blurry and yeah. everything's a bit confusing. But yeah, um, yeah, the second dog backs up and goes beside its uh, one of the owners. Does it traverse the difficult terrain? <laughs> it goes all the way around <laughs> because it's a dog. Fair enough. Um, it doesn't look particularly happy, but neither has it fled. Sure. Um, so it's standing next to the guy who's back. Mm-hmm. They're taking a moment, and then the. Um, Sasha, the mm-hmm. Sasha, you're up. The Sasha, uh, right. So I've seen by far the most effective move so far. By the way, chucking that thunderstone. Yeah, mm. yeah. Probably yeah. say. Well, if we survive it, it would have been the thing that saved us. I think. Right. So um, I can see those guys are backing off, and I know I don't. I know that the boss dude is a horrible man, and that he has not gone into this tent for shopping for Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> what will the orphans have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except well, it's, it is Tinder R.R.S., so he's just going to be giving you all sticks. If, if, yeah. he's if, be, he's, if it's Tinder R.R.S., he's going to be in that tent, swiping left okay. about every single one oh. of us. Oh. So I'm... <laughs> <laughs> quite genuinely, I need to know, can I see what's in what that shop is selling? What kind of stuff is dangling on... Because I'm looking, I can see sort of sideways into the awning if anything is hanging there. Okay. Anything, just if it's a weapon shop give or a, per, a fire. Give me a perception roll for... Let, this is sort of retroactive for when you were looking around the market earlier yeah. to see whether you discerned what you were selling. Uh, 14. 14. Okay, yeah. So what you saw was it was selling tomatoes. Okay, wet but, things. But it was selling tomatoes in oh, an right. inverted comma. Drug shop. And certainly, certainly it was selling something where he handed something in a vial to another person that was from underneath That's a... quite a lot of perception I did. You did quite well. I mean, in I fairness, a lot you walked, you walked around and you were being very careful and you snuck quite close and you were yeah, being yeah. really paranoid. I was. Um, it looked like it was a, a flask similar to the things that are being thrown around, but you don't know whether it was full oh, of acid dear. or oil. It could be full of water and potions. 
options. You don't know. It's the potential mm. to go full Michael Bay on him, though. Right. What do I? <laughs> well, he's going to fly a fighter jet into the tent. <laughs> I have another thunderstorm. All right, partial Michael Bay. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to think what if I could run to the front of the shop and throw something in that would would mess him right up. And I wonder as well, I mean, I don't know if this is something that mechanically would work. If you throw something that has a pulse that big into something that's full of glass vials of acid. It's a GM discretion. Right, yeah. I mean, because that would be the hope. So do you have quick draw? Uh, no. Just because, likewise, you can't move and draw and throw. You'll have to either move and draw or draw and throw. I mean, I'm very quick. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> what, what else have you got inventory-wise at the moment? I've got one Thunderstone and two flasks of fire. Um, and uh, a disguise kit and playing cards. Flick cards at him irritatingly. Gambit! What are you going to do? Uh, oh Snap gosh. decisions are the best decisions. They are. I am going to. Yeah, I, I know that he is the biggest threat, so I am going to run up to. One, two, three, four, five. I mean, it's easy. I'm there, I'm looking into the shop, I'm seeing what he's doing, and then I will decide whether to attack him. Okay, looking into the shop, mm-hmm. you see that he's he's pulled the tent sort of flaps aside. Uh-huh. Ooh, flaps. Yep. Um, and like, he is in cut. the middle of the thing. He hasn't noticed that you are looking at him. Uh-huh. And it's very clear that the second that the tent flaps are aside, this thing is chock full of those oil flask oh, things. Gosh. The ones that the um, bombers were using, it looks like. So not a, not an acid splash, but literally just vials of oil. And he is he's holding a um, what looks like a bag or something, and he's mm-hmm. grabbing and um, yanking. Also, it looks like there's someone unconscious on the floor oh, in no. that. There were people in the other shops. They've all been sort of... Um, Run away from the I thunder. mean, it's only been a few seconds, but yeah. since that thunder, a few people have been... Oh, ah, ah, people right. have been um, sort of coming out from their stalls and running away. Um, most of them, honestly, seem to have drawn swords from underneath their counters or, yeah. or cud- cudgels and things, and aren't fleeing. They're just watching it play out. This is not what unusual. What did the eel merchant do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His poor stall. It wasn't that damaged by the fire. We don't know yet. True. None of you have been able to discern. You haven't been paying attention. What happened to the eel man? Oh, so after this, know. after this, is it going to? We're just going to fade to black, and it's a <laughs> dedicated fate to of the eel man. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you see so, yeah. he's stocking up on Flaster's yeah. oil. If I were Bertie, I would attack the shop. <laughs> um, that sounds like a wise I'm thing afraid, to do. I'm afraid, though, I... chucking something in, you wouldn't be able to do this round. I am not strong enough to pull down the awning. Can... I can throw a dagger at it. You could draw something, because you've only just moved over so far. I've got spring-loaded wrist cheese. You could can try, I... yeah, you could throw I don't know if you can do this or not, but if I were this chap and I was sitting in a room full of exploding things mm-hmm. and somebody drew a flask full of fire and threatened to throw it at me, that might give me pause. I don't know if it's a thing. That, that is not a thing that Sasha would think. That sounds okay. like a charisma move. Um, so intimidate what's is left in your what's left in your turn? Just the attack thing. So I, can, I, can I throw still? You could use your wrist sheet and throw a dagger at him. Throw. Go for it. Give it me the is. attack roll. Oh, gosh. Five. Oh. No. No. no, no, no. no won't hit. Um, so on that, oh, we're going to call this episode. Oh, oh peril. Ah! Danger. Disaster. <laughs> oh, scenes of mild peril. Ah. Is, I'm under 12 years old. I find this very distressing. I would yeah. say this is bordering on moderate peril. Yeah. Ah. There's a tent full of flammable things. There's an eel stand that's already on fire, which is impressive because it's mostly water. I'm yeah. sleeping and Bertie has night terrors. That wasn't, <laughs> in, that wasn't in the background. But, you know, you're at least holding your own so far. Yeah. Um, so we're going to call it there and we will rejoin the action next week. Um, so until then, that's uh, bye from all of us. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Hope we live to see you again. <laughs> Night, Bertie. <laughs>Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill, or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening.
Is everyone good? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yellow lorry, red lorry. So for, from now on, Hamid's known as WhatsApp. And uh, yeah. What's so, up, Hamid? We, uh... It's actually the pun that's built into the name, so it's not really a good joke. <laughs> they, they did set that up. So what you're saying is you used a corporate pun. Look, oh. my, my branding is very strong. <laughs> but tossing my eel to distract the dog is not... Is that an option? I... <laughs> Brent's gone. I'm going to have to edit from tossing my eel. <laughs> oh, Get it out of your system, Brent. Oh, I'm sorry. Much I'm like sorry. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello, all. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.